Welcome to Stop Lying. I'm your host, the polar bear in the desert. Get ready for an honest football conversation. I'm a 70s kid. I grew up drinking out of the water hose and climbing fences and jumping off garages. And when I was in the second grade, this fancy new machine came out that had an apple on the side. And they didn't quite know what to do with it, but they introduced us to it. And they taught us something called BASIC, which is programming code. And so what BASIC was, it was, it was really, really simple code. And you would start off with a 10, which is a line of code. And then you would give instructions on that line of code. So for this exercise, I remember we would do 10 GR, which tells the computer to go into a graphics mode. And then you would assign these different colors and different things for the computer to do. And then on top of that, you would introduce what was called an if-then proposition. So you would tell the computer, if this equals X, then do this. If this equals Y, then do that. And so I've been thinking about that, revisiting that. Because I think I can apply if-then logic to the Detroit Lions. And we can discuss the rest of their season. Now, I know it's Lions fans out there now that are celebrating the fact that this team is 2-1-1. And I hear it. We've arrived. We're ready. We're going to take on the league. We're going to do some amazing things. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Well, if, if that is true. Let's look at the rest of the schedule. Because my if-then formula is as follows. If the Lions are at home versus a team coming in with a winning record, the Lions have a 40% chance of winning that game. If they're at home against a team with a losing record, the Lions have a 90% chance of winning that game. If they're on the road against a team with a winning record, they have a 10% chance of winning that game. If they're on the road against a team with a losing record, they got a 60% chance of winning that game. I'm using the force here based on my long experience of observing this team. And the next game is on the road against the Green Bay Packers. Now, got Lions fans all the time that they beating that drum. And they're like, yeah, but we won four straight against Green Bay. Yeah, you did. But in that four straight, you only beat Aaron once. See, Brett Hundley, you got him twice. Deshaun Kaiser, You got him too. But you didn't beat Aaron four straight. And until you do, I really don't want to talk about this four straight against Green Bay. Because you you cherry picking. You know? It's not impressive until you beat them at full strength. 
And if you want to be taken seriously as a football team that has aspirations and expectations of going beyond the first round of the playoffs, this is a good place to start. Now, for me, when I look at this schedule, I only see four more wins. I see you splitting with Minnesota. You'll beat them at four field. I also see you beating the New York Giants. Rookie quarterback, Saquon, not really there. We don't know if he'll be back. You'll win at Washington, and then you'll beat Tampa Bay. The losses, however, gonna get ugly, y'all. You'll lose at Green Bay. You'll lose at Oakland. You'll lose at Chicago. See, you got a lot of road games. See, this is not a good team that travels. You'll lose at home to Dallas. You'll lose to Chicago. You'll lose at Minnesota. Denver, you're going to lose. And the season clincher, you're going to lose at Green Bay. Or to Green Bay. I'm sorry, excuse me. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. It's just that the likelihood that I'm wrong as it relates to this team is very, very small. But let's assume, let's assume that it takes 11 wins to win this division. Let's just throw that out there. Let's say 11 to win the division and 10 to get the wild card. Can you find 11 wins on this schedule? Because in order to get to 11, that means you got to go 9-3 and three for the stretch. And is this team built for that? I don't know. But let's just talk about the immediate future. I don't want to get into too much forecasting. Let's talk about the immediate future. And what we've seen thus far will give us a good barometer for what to expect moving forward so in the first four games our heroes the Detroit Lions are averaging 24.3 points a game that's respectable three touchdowns and some change and against the right teams that 24.3 could be a difficult hill to climb like Miami has a hard time scoring 24 points in a game. The New York Jets are hard-pressed to score 24 points in a game. On the other side of that, your defense is giving up 23.8 points a game. Hmm. So that means the average margin of victory for you is a half a point. This is your formula for winning football games. And what that tells me is that this team is still the Cardiac Cats, which is the adorable nickname that the media has bestowed upon you, that you guys embrace. But I know some of you guys. And I know some of you guys would really like to see a game where you just relax in the fourth quarter 
You don't have to have a bottle of Pepto-Bismol standing by next to your Hennessy drink. See? You want to see a complete game from start to finish. You want to see your fourth quarter Lions in the first three quarters. And then you can showcase this fancy carry-on Johnson guy that's supposed to revolutionize your running game. But you can't do that because you're only winning by a half a point. That's like a safety. Your margin of victory is a quarter of a safety. Two-point conversion. That's your margin of victory. Take a two-point conversion and cut it up into four equal parts. And that's your margin of victory. Is that how you really want to spend the rest of this football season? Is that how you want to roll into New Orleans against Drew Brees in the first round? We've seen that movie. Still laughing. Do you really want to take that show on the road into Green Bay in the first round? No, I don't think that's what you want. And honestly, as as amazing as it is to say, you don't deserve that. Again, I don't I don't mock you because I enjoy taking pleasure in other people's pain. I mock you because of your unrealistic expectations. Stop telling me that this team is something other than what I see. The eyeball test is the end all be all. Now, moving on. In addition to having a margin of victory that equals a half a point. Your fabulous retooled defense is giving up 4.8 yards of carry. 4.8. The goal is to keep it under 4 yards of carry. That's the goal. I mean, on third down, if they run the ball, they won't get a first down. And now... They got a punt. I have to say that because I know some of y'all don't understand. But 4.8 yards a carry. That's like every other carry they get in the first down. And because your margin of victory is so tight, you can't put them in a position that they have to abandon the running game. So whatever will we do? How do, we, how do we break this cycle? Because for some strange reason, your team don't kick it in gear until the fourth quarter, which is a nice attribute to have if you had a defense that was holding people, putting people in bad situations. Patrick Mahomes had a bad day. You didn't force Patrick Mahomes into doing things. He overthrew receivers, something he rarely does. And so, just like I don't give opposing defenses credit for when Matthew Stafford misses a guy by seven yards, 
I'm not going to give that to you either. 4.8 yards to opposing running backs. And you ain't even went up against some of the heavy hitters. These next two games you got are division games. And you might be going up against the top two running backs in this division. You're going up against number one for sure. Dalvin Cook. And you got Aaron Jones. Now, these are two capable running backs that have quarterbacks that are good enough that they can pull those safeties back. So, your linebacker core is going to have to rise up. That front four that is built around Snacks Harrison and and Trey Flowers, the, the amazing free agent acquisition, they're going to have to step up because what they've been doing is subcaliber. It won't get it. And so when you, when you break apart the whole and look at these individual pieces, there is no one piece of this team that you can look at and say, you know what? They're doing it. Your defense is not outstanding. They're not. They have been opportunistic at best. They have seen some very good moments against some circumstances that were already tilted in their favor. Your offense, it's not like you got a pinball machine going. You 24.3 points a game. Again, no disrespect, but when you couple that with the fact that you're giving up that many, it, it's not, you know, coaching, which I will always say is an Achilles heel until this regime is gone. Like how did how did that coaching staff not have those players ready to pounce on that fumble when the crew working that game were responsible? for a bogus fumble call the previous week. Those guys didn't want to mess up. And so your coach should have somebody scouting the opposing team. And then I need somebody to do a quick read. Just, just give me the Cliff's Notes version of, of this, this officiating crew. Because if it's not somebody's job, it should be. Because as many times as I hear Lions fans say, oh, man, we can't play the other team and the refs, then it just makes sense. Well, hey, since we've been snake bit before, let's get in the, let's get somebody doing research on this officiating group. How many, how, do they throw pass interference more or less than the average? You know, have they been involved in any controversial calls? You know, is there any, any advantage that we can get? Because we the Lions. We the Lions. I need to know if their shoestrings came from China. Maybe that's maybe that's something that we can parlay. You know, maybe maybe the shipment got wet and it, it, and sea salt got in and started to degrade the fibers. The tensile strength is gone. I don't know, but we need every advantage we can get. So you got Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook. Who needs to step up? Offense. 
defense, coaches. Special teams doing pretty good. And, and I really can't knock Matthew Stafford. He's doing the best he can because I said it before and I'll say it again. You are a Matthew Stafford away from losing every game for the rest of the year. It's that simple. He is far and away the best player on your team. It ain't even close. And if I ask who the next best player is, if I ask five different people, I'll get five different answers. So understand this team is nowhere near where you claim they're ready to be. They're just not. Now, if you manage to lose these next two games, that puts you at two, three, and one with 10 games to go. A few minutes ago, I said to win this division, it's going to take 11 wins. That means you got to go nine and one over the stretch. Is this team capable of that? Be honest. It's okay. Because in order for us to move forward, we have to be honest with each other. This is not a team that can go on a nine and one run. Those days left with the big buck. Remember the good old days when Wayne Fox would come out and not win a game until Halloween? And then the team would go on this miraculous run and they would back into the playoffs at 9-7 and and get ran over? Here we go again. Here we go again. Yogi Berra. It's deja vu all over again. So... But you guys have all the answers. I'm just a poor polar bear looking for an ice cube to kick back on. But I got you guys. So let's let's have a dialogue. Let's talk about some things. Because I could be wrong. I know you hope I'm wrong. But at the end of the day, this is at best a seven-win football team. And if they don't take care of business, if they let that young boy from the Giants come in here, or if they miraculously get Saquon Barkley back, that that 4.8 rushing yards a a carry could balloon really quickly to 5.5. If they let Jameis Winston hang around in the fourth quarter, Jameis can get hot, start throwing touchdowns all over the place. You know, if Ezekiel Elliott come up in here and get loose, it's a bad scene. It could get really bad really quickly for this team. It is imperative for your sanity and the survival of this football team this season that they at least win one of these games if they don't it's going to be a long season y'all and this big gap that you experienced with this podcast no 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 this was an anomaly this is me figuring some things out I will be podcasting 
at least once a week, sometimes twice, because you need to hear this. See, when, when Lowdown comes to Showdown and you are standing there looking miserable at the fact that your team has the number 12 pick in the draft, it won't be because you didn't know. I'm going to let you know every week. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, the Polar Bear in the Desert. Email me at polarbearinthedesert at gmail.com. Again, let's start a dialogue. Let's do this. You are a part of this podcast. Lions Nation, show your pride. Where are you? Let's talk. Talk to you next week. Peace.